Hi right, gang, welcome back to the to the podcast with with me, uh, Aid, and, and Mike over there. I was going to say and him, but what what's that from? Are uh, you thinking of the two Ronnies? So it's good night from me and it's good night from him. Is, uh, so it's hello from no, me. It's, no, it's it's the end. No, of it's we were going to. All right, dickhead. We we're not the two Ronnies. So, although if we were the two Ronnies, you'd be uh, Ronnie Barker and I'd be Ronnie Carver. Um, I'd prefer to be the small one. That's not your choice. I'm, I'm Ronnie Carvet, mate. Sorry. No, I like Ronnie back because I like porridge as well. But didn't his kid end up being a pedo? I don't know, and uh, you've upset me now. So we're moving on. All right. So anyway, um, main focus of the podcast. Well, not main focus, but obviously United played Liverpool. So so we'll discuss that in a bit. But before we get on to that, how's things? How's, how's your week been? Um, I feel like a man holding a fork. In a world full of soup, mate. How long have you been preparing that as your opening line of this podcast? Just out of interest. Um, I haven't. It just came to me then. Hmm. But I have been watching a lot of Liam Gallagher stuff. Because, oh, okay. obviously, he's at number one. Is he? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, his album outsold the rest of the top ten combined. Oh, fucking and finally. <laughs> yeah. like, And also this weekend, Sheeran broke his arm in a cycling accident. Which, you know, obviously I don't wish him any specific <laughs> physical harm. But it does make it a very entertaining week. So obviously by looking a lot at, you know, reading a lot of interviews. Maybe karma's real. Maybe it is. It's not. No, it's not, is it? But anyway, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of Liam Gallagher-related web surfing and yeah, Noel yeah. Gallagher said that about him. Fair enough. Uh, and I do... F- I don't want to get into political correctness again because I do... I'm a, it's a real... Is it bugbear? Bug it's a real bugbear of mine and I think I go on about it every podcast now. Yeah, I? you do a bit. So and I, am, and be- I, and I am becoming... You know. And you rein me in because you don't like it. No, I... I look, I... Agree that political correctness shouldn't be a thing of, well, in well, of its own, but I think anyway, this 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 is my little thoughts of the day on uh, yeah. political correctness. So I think I've said before, it, it's a really good way of making us all behave ourselves as a platform. Yeah, yeah, that's the the the, the yeah. So what I would say is like I think the intention behind it is normally good, but it is very often executed. Anyway, without getting badly. into it too much. What it has done is it has created a generation of people who have no concept or ability to critically think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, obviously, there's a, you can go. That's why I don't want to get into the youth with that again. generation for, for years. Anyway, so what's know. making you feel like um, Spoony Fork, man? Just because I'm this guy, I'm basically a less bad. But I'm not saying he's bad because I did like Big Break. I feel a bit like Jim Davidson. Yeah, that's alright. Good on I'm only 33. But I do feel like... I don't know. I just I just look around and I, and I'm, I know I'm not with it anymore. <laughs> yeah. As the And I don't says, su- subscribe to it either. Yeah. I think my one of my favourite quotes from The Simpsons, and I like a lot of quotes from The Simpsons, is essentially... I don't know if you see the episode, like, it's a flashback thing where um, Grandpa comes in on Homer when he's young listening to music and, and he, like, turns it off and tells him it's rubbish and he goes, you're just not with it. And then Grandpa just goes, I used to be with it. Then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it. And what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. It's happened to me. Yeah. it's But it's true, that. That is exactly how it works. Like, it's just, yeah. What's it is weird and scary to me now. 
like like Snapchat, I don't get it in any way. Like there's people out there who have Snapchat, who who apparently don't use it to send new photos, which and you know I'm not with. I'm not you're, you're, support. But you're even more yeah. with it than I. Because I don't even know what Snapchat is. I just I don't even know. I, I work in technology, so I have to be up on that kind of stuff. I don't know what what's up is. Yeah, you should. It's WhatsApp, but exactly. It's a clever play on words. I don't know what that is. I barely know what Face. I don't. I say barely. I don't know what FaceTime is. What is it? Yeah, it's like an Apple thing. You can video call with it. And I'm still not on Facebook and have never even looked into being on it. So I guess I'm a bit extreme. I mean, by modern standards, yeah, you're not exactly... We're not going to do this, you know, I'm not going to do a why I hate social media rant, but like I, the, the level of narcissism in people today frightens me. Because, yeah, I, mean, because I think that... it's worth like noting that like social media, it's as, as much as you can blame it for a lot of stuff, it is just a tool. You don't have to use it in that way. But it, a lot of people it's don't, normal but now to. To, for people to take pictures of themselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, um, like a, a middle, a conservative middle Englander, but like, it's just really unsavoury for me. It is, but speaking of conservative... And it's really normalised now. Yeah. But it's, is it not unsavoury? I mean... I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really care. Um, but yeah, I know you don't. But, I don't think I do, but, but sometimes I it's do. It's just, it's weird, but speaking of conservative Englanders, you know what I saw on the tube today? Oh, man, like, it's been there for a while, but I've been walking past it. It's like a poster for some book from the three twats who used to be on Top Gear. I don't know what they call themselves these days. Um, but anyway, like, an, uh, part of a poster, like, one of the taglines it uses are, the boys are back. You middle-aged men, lads. Why are you still referring to yourself as the boys? Because and at what because, point does that become pathetic? Because and I'd like to be, submit it already has. I like, mean, I mean, when should you not be or kind of sell yourself as being a cheeky scamp? Now, in all fairness, look, I, I mean, I've got a bit of sympathy for because, like, if I could get away with being essentially acting like I was early 20s for the rest of my life I would but I'm not going to get away with that anyway anyway let's let's move on from that okay. um, actually you know what happened to me on Friday um, I, I went out for, for some drinks after work I thought I'd lost my keys but it turned out on like Monday morning but we were actually just in a pocket in my coat that I didn't even know was there so um, so yeah that was weird I don't know how they got there but it's always nice when that happens, though. Yeah, it was so, a real bonus. Is it a similar feeling to waking up on Saturday, panicking? It was, yeah, it was exactly like that. Getting to... your pants on and yeah. then realising, wait a minute, I don't need to it's get back my pants to bed on. for me, yeah. Because, like, you would... I mean, there's an argument that, like, on, like on the Saturday, it would have been better to just sleep in and have a longer lie in. But it undeniably feels better that you almost got up and then you realise you didn't have to. I, th- I think I'd give away the, the relaxation for the relief. Yeah, exactly. And it's exactly it's a bit, like It's that. like a sneeze, isn't it? Yeah. Would you prefer not to sneeze? No, everyone loves well, to sneeze. Sh- logically, yeah, it should be better not sneezing at all. At all. But sneezing's awesome. Everyone loves sneezing. Yeah. It's but, an eighth of an orgasm. Yeah, but I... It varies what I hear between 8th and 16th. Um, either way, it's bollocks. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So, moving on to, to sport. 
ever to be. We should do that. We should do that. So as you know, United Liverpool at, at, at the weekend. I think I texted you just after the match. Essentially, you could have just rewatched last year's game and not really missed anything. I didn't watch it because I was at work. I mean, Liverpool probably deserved to win just about. Not that you were scintillating, but but anyway. So like, people will have watched the game. It was crap. There was loads of stuff about it. You know, whatever. But one thing that I really enjoyed, not so much about the game. You know, Sadio Mane was out. Yeah, he got injured on international duty, as happens. Um, and you're familiar with my total contempt for football. What pundits. was his record like at Southampton? Was he like injury prone there? Not especially, I don't. Because he's had, he's had a, but not he's been unlucky, great. hasn't he? He's that kind of player, though, isn't he? Like, you know, he's a. Uh, he's, he's, is it his hamstring? It is, yeah. And like, no. he's, he's, I believe it is. Anyway, I'm not positive. He's going to have to have a word with Ryan Giggs, not about how to shag his brother's wife, unless that's what he wants to do. I mean, about... That is what you want to do. Giggs, he is your go-to man. But he's also your go-to man for uh, how do I Keeping sort out hamstrings, his hamstrings? Okay, yeah. Don't ask do my a, line. Might have to do a spot of yoga. Yeah. But I think Owen. I'm not sure how the hamstring thing went, and he was just broken everywhere. Yeah, he was broken. Yeah. Anyway, but so you're familiar with my contempt for football pundits in general. Um, I don't know if I've discussed my. You know about as hung up on football punditry as I am on um, the youth of today. Yeah, I am a bit. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know if we've discussed Martin Keown and my particular contempt for Martin Keown. Like there are two. There's a few reasons. Well, Martin I Keown, from my from my understanding. Does seem very Ray Wilkinsy. He's even worse, well, because he's not a boozer, is he? No, in my opinion, he's not worse than. Uh, no, no, but as a pundit, <laughs> and to, to be fair, actually, like I don't mean this seriously, so don't complain. But I reckon it might be interesting to get Ray Wilkins boozed up and make him do commentary. <laughs> I think that, that could be entertaining. I think I think it'd be very sad. Because <laughs> I think it's I, one of those things. I where, can't see Ray. It'd, it'd be funny for like two minutes, and I then it'd just be see, awful. I can't minutes. see Ray being like yeah, yeah. a life and soul guy. No, he seems like a contemplating the futility of life type. Getting all philosophical, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so Keon, but like so Ray Wilkins, essentially, as far as I can tell, he just says complete banalities. He says, you know, the things everyone says that anyone would say about football. Whereas Keon actually seems to just say just stupid, stupid stuff. And I find it offensive that they put him on TV. I mean, Martin Keown is a man who should be on radio and never TV. Like, I can accept an awful, awful pundit, but not, not Martin Keown. Come on, that. But anyway, there is a point to this. Uh, I think this was in a newspaper. Someone gave him a newspaper column. Right. And so before the, the United and match, in the build-up, uh, you know what he claimed? He essentially blamed Jurgen Klopp for, for Sadio Mane getting injured. You know why? These are his words. Romelu Lukaku, Lukaku will have left Manchester to join up with Belgium last week with strict instructions from Jose Mourinho. Don't get injured. Did Jurgen Klopp say the same to Sadio Mane? <laughs> <laughs> so, and then he goes on and goes, oh yeah, Klopp has like an emotional connection with his players oh and he wants God. him to be happy. But was he told he must return fit? So two things, right? Like, ob- the obvious thing of you think that telling someone not to get injured can prevent injuries. Like, beyond how retarded that is as a claim. Well, if he's got my childhood mentality, it'd make me go out to get more injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me that. you, Jürgen. <laughs> but, but the best, like, my actual favourite bit about it, because it takes a little bit more thinking about it, but then you're like, yeah, actually. Like, 
it's all based on the premise that, that Jose Mourinho will have said that to Lukaku, for which he has no basis. It's not like he was in the room and he heard it happen. He's just decided that that happened and then decided that that, that, that means Klopp's bad because he didn't do it. Like, he's it's, made up um, a thing and they're going, well, if you didn't do that thing I've made up, you're a bad guy. It's retarded on all fronts, really. <laughs> it's, just, it? it's so impressive. So impressive. Um, yeah, and that guy get, gets paid to write that. Like, and he wasn't told when he brought that in, and, I, oh, you know, I soon emailed it in or however, it wasn't sent back with the words, Martin, mate, this is stupid on an unbelievable level. And it does make me wonder when you you see people like... Well, I, I don't, you know, I'm not too... too um, What's the word? Informed at the minute about how people think on a, a wider yeah. basis because I'm not on any social media and I don't have time to look at what people say under clips on YouTube. But I do remember watching a lot of football when everybody, when I was, you know, in and amongst it more, when everybody hated Garth Crooks. Yeah. Right? Everybody hated him. Nobody wanted him on TV. But not in a jokey hate, like in a. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's gone really jokey with yeah, Garth Crooks yeah. now, I think. But how does he keep his job? I don't know, man. Like, if, so you're saying this about Martin Keown. Is there anyone out there who would disagree? <laughs> like, who would say, how dare you say that about Martin Keown? <laughs> we love him. I don't like, believe so. And also, I actually... But I do know, even though I'm not watching as much football as, I guess, most people out there. Like, I do know that people don't like Martin Keown. <laughs> So how? I, I, but he's not even got. I think we've we've touched on this at other times. He's not even got the the Robbie Savage thing of, you know, I hate him. I I, I hate to say this, but yeah, I, I hate. He's but he's must see TV. Yeah, like, like you it, hate up that that concept too, but he is that. Yeah, like, like he gets. But there's people, a point to him. Like, yeah. yeah, you can like. He's not just hated because he's people think he's dour and a bit stupid. <laughs> yeah. And like, it, there's no emotive know, hatred in the Keown thing. It's just like, he's shit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's just bizarre. Like, and to be fair to Keown like, a little He's not going to draw viewers because of the heat. No. People are just like, I was watching this anyway, and he's rubbish. <laughs> I, I might watch a bit less of it. Yeah, that's one of the things with, with football punditry. Like, I know you but, don't understand like, this. Um, they don't chase viewers away, so it's hard for them to get... I know you don't understand this psychology because you don't do it, Mm. but people do tune in to watch Robbie Savage. Yeah, oh yeah, I know. To not like it and to then write on um, you Twitter or whatever to write like, oh, I just saw Savage say this. Like nobody tunes in to to moan about Keown. They're just watching it and like, oh God, I hate it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Keown, there is a bit of a thing where like you've kind of got to have an opinion. Like, even if your opinion's ridiculous, you're not allowed to just be like, yeah, well, you know, some people, sometimes people get, get injured. Like, you've got to write a column that blame someone. You can't just... But anyway. My brother, who is a football coach, um, is really big into it at the minute. I don't know if you've seen much of his work. He's really big into Chris Sutton. I'm not a fan of Sutton, actually. Like, but I've I seen some Sutton, of his work. Has Sutton got the savage thing going on? I don't know. Like, the only things I've seen... Actually, to be fair to Sutton, I've never really listened to him. I've only heard things that he's said that have been frankly ridiculous. Um, like the claim that... Who was that kid who went to, to from Scotland to Germany? 
But he's playing for a Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. He played like yeah. Sutton was the guy who claimed he should have joined West Brom instead, um, which is just patently laughable. Uh, but as he's probably generally. coming back, that guy, because uh, as it hilariously turns out, um, despite what um, Chris Sutton said, he can't get into that team because they're too good. Yeah. I mean, have they, I mean, I mean where they have a Champions League now? Yeah, yeah, they. Um, yeah. They beat them on last night. They were, they were top of the league in Germany for a bit last year. Yeah, they've had, now... they've had a tougher start yeah. this year. But yeah, they they were real good. You know where uh, your pantser is is back because Bayern. Yeah, yeah. So that was obviously because Ancelotti got sacked for. Like what? I mean, it's tough being at Bayern because it's like like you know. I'm... Well, but, but I mean, it must be. It's even more than. Real Madrid or, or um, Barcelona yeah, there's at the no minute as a, you know winning is not how you win yeah. because there is no competition no um, but anyway yeah so anyway coming on to the actual United-Liverpool game actually before we do that while we're talking about Bayern to be fair to Pep Guardiola his City team looked pretty pretty good and by pretty good I am underselling <clears> how good they've looked this year Obviously, they are absolutely smashing the back doors out yeah. of teams, aren't they? Fair play to them. Like uh, on the, week in, week out, just killing. Obviously, the, the test for that City team is like that's a confidence team. Like if it goes wrong, it's it's possible they could have like a, a rough month. I'm not saying that will happen, like, but I'm just saying that would be you know mm-hmm. that would be the, the big test of that team. But that is that is a nice team. Although I did see someone give give him credit for how good Kevin De Bruyne is. And I was just like, Pads, I've seen Kevin De Bruyne play. He's been this good for ages. Your collective circle jerk over David Silva has somehow managed to get you to the point where you haven't noticed that Kevin De Bruyne is now a lot better than him. Like, a lot better. Um, which is no slight on Silva. He's he's a bit older and, and, um, and De Bruyne is incredible. The thinking man's footballer, David Silva. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but you're not thinking, man. No, no, I'm not. But um, yeah, so so the game, right? The United Liverpool game. Get, I'm not going to bother describing it. People have seen it. But one of the big things, like particularly from United, was our total inability to get the ball in your half and keep it there. Um, and we were playing Benfica last night, and particularly first half, we had a, a very similar thing going on. Where like we had a lot of possession, but we couldn't really make the balls stay near near the opposition's goal. You know who that got me thinking of? Um, is it football related? Yeah, a footballer from late nineties to two thousands. Claude McAuley. No, because he played near your own goal. No, Emil Heskey. Because you know, I don't know how you remember Emil Heskey, but Emil Heskey spent a lot of his career. Like after Leicester, being in the England team, but everyone hating him and suggesting he should be out of the England team because he doesn't do anything. But we've had this conversation. Even though winning percentages and performance of other players around him would suggest otherwise. Yeah, well, like, I've had this conversation with you. If you have a look at Emil Heskey's international career, all of the best results that England have, have had in my period of watching them, Emil Heskey was in the team. We beat like the Germany five one that time we went to Croatia and did them um, like all of you know all of the, the results that made you think actually this England team could do something had an Emil Heskey or as they're known now as all those false storms yeah 
yeah, I mean, that's, that is what they were. But, but yeah, like, because the thing with Emil Heskey, oh, you know, this is my opinion on him, I don't claim to be a massive expert, but, like, like the one thing he always did was, like, he just kept the ball up the other end. Like, if you got the ball up to him, he didn't always win it, didn't always get it to a teammate. He just made sure it didn't come straight back. So essentially, you got to play much more of the game in there. That uh, I mean, it, a lot of the time. Speaking about that um, particular attribute, like one of the big criticisms of Lukaku last season at Everton was his lack of ability in doing that job, yeah. despite his size. Was that a factor in those games? It's hard to tell because obviously, like there is a problem of. Like, we weren't getting the ball anywhere near him. Partic- particularly in the Liverpool game, like, we weren't giving him a chance. Like, when like when we played it long, we would play it long. But all, all those, like, totally Jose, aimlessly. Jose's happy with that, isn't he? He doesn't mind a bit of that. Draw, yeah, well, there was a massive thing about... There was a, a lot of people complaining about what a defensive manager he is. Actually, um, some journalist on, on Twitter was, was going on about how... You know, United fans after that have every right to ask, "Oh, is that all? You know, is that all we've got?" Like after, and basically, I respond with, "Is it possible you might be overreacting to a single game?" And then some guys like, "Well, oh, single game, come on!" I was like, well, "No, I mean it is like the rest of the season. I'm not saying we've beat anyone good, but we've played well." So like, it, it is would one you take, season. Would you take one... as a United fan beating everybody by like what were you at the beginning of the season? Four you were nil. winning four nil over time. You would take. 20 games of winning 4-0 yeah a few defeats and then draws against the rest of the top Away. four yeah like, I mean a lot and of it a lot of it was directed around oh your defence is, is rubbish and like you know you were there for the taking and stuff which might be true but the, the, thing, the other thing people forget is like a lot of people when they get that in their head they get that oh, oh Jose's always dead defensive against the other big teams yeah hmm there's, there's ways to back that up, obviously. Like, I'm not saying that's untrue. Certainly a way. Certainly a way. Like, I've been critical of him in, like, when he was at Chelsea in particular. Was it Atletico Madrid they played away mm-hmm. in the Champions League? They played for a nil-nil. I remember, I remember saying a year, actually. It's not enough. Like, in, like the lack of away goal will be a problem there. Uh, and and it, it was in that case. But people act like in previous seasons... Like when Fergie was there, we used to go to Anfield and try and play you off a park, which is absolutely untrue. Like, all all of the games at Anfield I can remember, if you had all your men on the pitch, were like, all of our wins there were like 1-0. We hardly ever put more than one on you. We were like, you know, we'd loads of time. Remember Tevez scored one time, where like in the one time we got out of our half? We, it's just what you do. Like, it's a... It's a it's a game that's like that, United against Liverpool. There was a 10-year period <coughs> where every time you beat us at Anfield, I felt there was a big element of, element of luck in it. Yeah, there was loads. Oh. John O'Shea one time right over there. Real Ferdinand scored ahead of one time. Like, all the time. Actually, I think the word I happened. used a lot in but during those days was jammy. Yeah. Followed by bastards. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, I mean, let's not pretend that United like... Yeah, yeah we I mean, and rightly so, because he had an incredible run, but, you know, Fergie is walking on water. Yeah, obviously, when when it goes bad after you've left, like, you know, people... And but water's been kind to him, because 
I mean, yeah, there's been some bad ads afterwards. <laughs> but when he left, like, basically, when he left, I was like, look, you know, we're never going to see this again, lads. Like, during, course, the, during the period, I would, I would try and tell people, like, United fans would complain about Fergie while he was there. Not massively, not in a game out type way, but... More come. than what they should have at times. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, why's he done this? Oh, you know, Fergie's like, you know, oh, he's not great tactically or whatever. But it's like, lads, just let it go. This is glorious. <laughs> like, just, 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 just enjoy it for a bit. I remember someone had a go at me once because, like, they were moaning about one of his later league victories. One of the years we won it, someone was going on about about oh, how weak we still were in, in midfield on the day we won the league, and then he got all really like defensive and weird when I suggested maybe today's not the day to focus on how shit we are in midfield and. Maybe we could just enjoy the fact that we have won the league. Because um, despite um, the sense of entitlement which United yeah. fans felt during that period, and rightly so, because he did win the league a lot, um, doesn't last forever. No. Like... And he's made it last longer than anybody else in the history of world football, I'd say. Apart from if you in Scotland yeah or yeah yeah of course Kiev not <laughs> yeah. Kiev Ukraine or somewhere like that but even both in a, in a ma- or in a major league yeah it's 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 never it's been seen glorious. before and it'll never be seen but, again and like and rightly so like that should be looked back on as, as a golden era which is what it was but and people, it's looked back on like that yeah but like it's you know now because it's we're getting to a stage where it's it's not just looked back on as a golden era like it's looked back on as a time when everything was perfect and everybody was happy. Yeah, and like we used to, apparently like now we used to we'd go to Anfield and play you off the park and and stuff and like apparently Ryan Giggs was really good. He was. He was always a, more than he was always a good player. Uh, there was a period in the nineties where he was actually one of our best players. Like early on in his Don't career, really he was, remember it. Yeah, early on in his career, he was a real standout player. Like, but he did spend a like, and like he was like you say, he was always good, but he was never. He was never a top three man in any of your best teams. Like I say, he might have been in the first double winning team. Like he, he was. I'll right take your there. word for it. I just remember him, but now he was incredible. Yeah. He wasn't incredible. He was just a no, very, very Giggs good pro. Giggs is another right towards the end of his career, pro. particularly. There were a lot of people, myself included a lot of the time, who, if he was in the team, would basically groan a bit. Because, like, you know... He I was... remember having a United friend, not you, who um, really got a bee in his bonnet. Right, Carlos? Yeah, Carlos, how's yeah, it going? Right. I've been having such a Oh, God. Why does he do that, Carlos? Uh, well, we may I never know. We've just had the cleaner today as well. Like honestly, so the cleaner been in. I walked in. The first thing I saw was the cat throwing up on the carpet. First thing I saw, like, like he'd been waiting for me to do it. Like it's a bit like when you just clean his. Um, yeah. So we just stopped the tap noises. We we stopped the tap noises. Yeah. But yeah. So what I was saying about Giggsy was, yeah, I had a, a United mm. friend, uh, and he, during the latter period, when uh, you tried to move Giggsy inside. Yeah. He was he hated that so bad that he talked about Ryan Giggs like he'd completely forgotten about the past fifteen yeah. years. Like during that period he hated him. Yeah, and he wasn't alone, it had like a lot, you know, I 
In yeah. fact, he must have muttered the words at least once, we need to get rid. Or yeah. he's not the answer. Or, you know. I mean, he would, The that... reason why we're not fixing this problem is because he keeps persisting with Giggsy. He's not a playmaker. Which is a reasonable point, in all fairness. But yeah, he did get a lot of, a lot of hate and a lot of forgetting of... No, but I remember it was real hate during yeah, that Yeah, I know, period. it was real hate, yeah. Then he became the Stanley Matthews figure later on. He did become a Stanley Matthews figure later on. Like, to be fair, like the, the hate kind of abated a little bit when it got to the point where he was only playing, like, three or four games a season. Or, well, you know, or whatever it is. When he wasn't, like... But was no, there was no chance of him really starting unless something weird had happened. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that, that was the United game. But coming back to Heskey, like, I feel bad for Emil Heskey. Because he, as far as I can make out, he's remembered as a bit of a crap bag. Like, I, he doesn't seem doesn't seem to get any credit for, for being really good. Um, right. He scored 100 Premier League goals as well, Heskey. He was um, very much a, a dirt coy kind of guy. He was, but I think but, he was better but, than dirt But coy. better... And also, like, I think as, like, one of my points was going to be as well, like, the only I blame FIFA for a lot of stuff. Not the, not the organisation, the, the computer game. I blame it for things. I blame both. And I, yeah, I mean, like, Pez hasn't, like, I blame FIFA because I choose to pick FIFA as my example of everything wrong with modern football. Because FIFA is a worse game from Pro Evo in every way that matters, i.e. gameplay. And basically it outsells it because of all the crap that goes with it. So basically FIFA wins on presentation and looking nice and, and all that shit. But like, yeah, it's, it's a worse game and that annoys me. It annoys me, Greg. Because, yeah. Right. Yeah, but anyway, but like, so like FIFA is obviously, because you can score like, with a striker, you can score like 40, 50 goals a season easy. Like it's In pro- real life or on FIFA? Yeah, in, in FIFA. At the moment there, you lost me. Yeah, like, but like on FIFA, you know, like that's just a thing. Like that's what a good striker does on FIFA, and like more than that, like that skews expectations. But more than that, like there's no place for a, for a Heskey on FIFA. Like you'd have no use for him because like I've played FIFA. You know what annoyed me about Count- video games? Mm. Uh, I've not played one for a while, but I've always been a big fan of the long ball. Mm. It annoyed me that you could never replicate playing long ball tactics like the, 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 the I mean it's getting less so now but there's a you know there's always like a cheat and how to win yeah how to play a certain way and win I don't think there is so much anymore but it does really like you have to be good at passing on a computer game yeah like it seems to what's the word it, well I mean it forces you into it yeah yeah to like being good means you have to master the art of playing yeah like it has it has a style like Barcelona yeah. I want to be good by playing like Sam Allardyce. Yeah, like, and I, I think Pro Evo is still better for that. You can play direct, as in, like, through balls, pass the defence, like, on the halfway line are a lot easier than me on FIFA. I've not really played FIFA in ages. I'm done with it. Me and FIFA are done. It's over. I bought the last one because of that The Journey thing, but that was just, like, it was all right. Or even that, The Journey um, like it was decent and, and everything and it but essentially it just got to a point where oh, it's just getting in the way of playing I just want, just want to play don't want a journey don't want the journey life's not a journey but there is one other thing that I that I blame FIFA for which this is a great segue by me because I wanted to bring this up anyway um, which is 
And I'm not saying that this isn't true and it isn't one of the options, but modern football has really got to the point where, like, public opinion is that the only possible way to improve a team is to, to sign people. Like, it's the only thing you can do. And if you don't, then, you're not, then you can't improve your team, if you know what I mean. Like, people just just ignore tactics and everything, and it's like, oh, well, he's not signing anyone, so they've done rubbish. And, like, again, at the very top end, where there's, like, you know, like, it, it's... You can't keep up with what, like... I mean, City to be fair, can do. City, the reason why they're so good this year is because they're doing exactly the same things, just with better players. Yeah, that, that's what's happened at City. But, but like, I mean, there's plenty of examples where, like, you know, without really changing the, the personnel too much, just, just a little bit of a change of the way you play, like, makes a difference. I mean, what Sam Allardyce does in every job he takes. Yeah, exactly, and... Um, Tony Pulis at West Brom. Yeah, Leicester are a fine example. You could argue Nigel Pearson started that, but they went from crap bags to winning the league. Admittedly, they added an Angola Kante. But other than that, like, it wasn't, you know. But, like, it's just, it's a weird one. Because, like, for, for, for me, it's, it's not that big a deal that, that people think, oh, we've, we've signed, like, you know, we've not signed anyone so we've not got better. Because a lot of the time that ends up being true. But the flip side of it, is becoming, well, Everton this year. It's like, lads, this is just, you've just signed loads of people. Why have you done this? Like, <coughs> like I'm not saying that you shouldn't sign people, but you, you seem to have just, and West Ham, I, I, you know, I've complained about them doing it before. You seem to have just signed people because you think that you should. Like, you've got to have a plan here, lads. Like, But we, we, we talked about West Ham specifically mm. before, but, you know, we've no... Well, what are you going to do with this bunch? Yeah. Like, it's just like, just going out and signing a bunch. And like, Hernandez, like, I don't know if we, if, if this happened before we talked about it or it's, it's but, like, he, they've already, in some games I've seen, decided that they can't play a 4-4-2. So now they're playing him as like a... A wing forward, yeah. It's, it's mental. It's mental. I'm like, like, and he's on the most money I think any West Ham player's ever been on. Yeah. To play out of position. That is, that yeah, is lunacy. And I think, I'm not sure what's going on with Arnautovic, but I, I think he's lost his place, maybe. I, anyway, whatever. It's all yeah. weird shit. But, like, yeah, and it just, yeah. Like, Tottenham are a good example. Like, you know, like they're, you know, they're not doing amazing this year, but without saying anyone, they've not, you know, they're not, they've not been left behind by the likes of, say, say Arsenal. Like, I think Tottenham are doing very well. It's just, yeah. we talked about before we, started doing this on air so to speak um, Manchester City and Manchester United this year they've got the best squads they've got the best managers they've got the best players without spending really big which I guess you have to do at the top end mm. no one else has got a bloody chance no I mean like, I mean they're, they're going to be separated by the rest of the league come the end of the year by minimum 10 points yeah, I mean, well, it's going to be a two like, well. It's going to be a two way battle. It can't yeah. not be. It well, can't it's certainly be. shaping up that way. They're, they're too we, good. We will obviously mm. see how it goes, but I, I mean, I do agree with you. But like, I like at this kind of stage of the season, it, there is always a bit of an element of a well. We'll have to see up till Christmas because I, I I usually think that I usually go with that way of thinking, but it's just the depth of the squads. Yeah. Oh, I. 
Like they, I'm not disagreeing with you. I I, I agree with you, but like, I don't yeah. see how you know David Silver gets injured. It's not a big deal, is it? No, because they've got a spare silver. Yeah, I mean they've got a spare silver, Mike. That they've gone so far into squad yeah. depth, they've started replicating people. Who was one of the best players in a team last year? Which it's uh, on a side note, it is one of. We're talking about that guy from Monaco, by the way. Yeah, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Um, they've not cloned David Silva to the best of my knowledge but as good as well tell you what though like Monaco that's I mean it's an it's an inevitability but that's sad like that team just ripped apart like they're the pale shadow of that team now because everybody's gone which is well it's, it's inevitable but it's just a bit I mean never in a it's a bit grim that it didn't get last long like the Dortmund team got like you know I mean, that's what I yes. thought after that. But no, you, you can't even do that in modern football. Like, nah. back in the day, they'd have got another year. You could have gone, yeah. look, my happy. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, plethora of lads who are now in the Premier League. You're going to go. It's going to be all right. But we just won the French League. We did really well in the Champions League. Just give it one more year, lads. You can't knock most of the people who left as well. I mean, Bernardo Silva is actually the only one where I would go. Like, if I was you, I'd have stayed, if you know what I mean. Cause like, just because City are so strong in that area. Um, like, Bakayoko went to walk into Chelsea's team. No, but in, in real terms, though, no, you can't because yeah, it's not about not. football. And no. you go, yeah, and it might not. And you go, again. you're making sense there, boss. But. They're offering me a hundred and fifty grand more reminds me of a, a, story, a week yeah. to do it. it. Reminds me of a story I read about. I, I want to say it was Brady Hangland, but I'm not. I'm not sure that that's true. But like, it was about Roy Hodgson when he was managing in. Um, I think it was Norway. Not sure. Like he was managing, you know, a club up there, and he, he made them quite good, and they, you know, they were winning the league in Norway or whatever. Maybe Sweden. Could have been Sweden. I can't remember where it was. Um, I'm saying no way because I think it was Brady Hangland, but like mm. I, I, I don't know. But anyway, basically, someone came in for, for one of his players, and like Roy Hodgson to him was like, "Look, you know, give us one more year. You know, you'll you'll get your move. To, uh, you know, you'll pl- play more here and everything." So I've had a penalty. Like he just, you know, looked Roy Hodgson in, in the eye and was like, "Boss, what would you do if you were me?" To which Roy Hodgson apparently laughed and went, "I'd fuck off, mate." <laughs> 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 which is which is fair for Roy, but uh, and also hilarious. What a lovely chap! Um, all right. So anyway, yeah, a bit footballed out, mate. Yeah, but unfortunately, we're not done. Um, what we, else happened in the uh, the world of football? Uh, just one little thing. Um, uh, Kaka retired. Played his last game uh, in the week for uh, one of the uh, US teams. I can't remember exactly who it was. One word to describe his career: disappointing. I'd, I'd say that odd, odd, yeah. The thing, like, you know what the, took what what basically took the wind out of his sails? Messi and Ronaldo. Just going to Real Madrid. Yeah, it did. He was Daman at Milan. Yeah, and like I think in a way, like, but he's my having a very specific role, though. Yeah, he really like that's that is the big problem with with moving to moving away from anywhere where you've got a specific role. It might not come again. But like, um, but yeah, like one of like all I want to say about him was, and I think this is forgotten now because his his time of goodness was very brief, and what came after it was 
Odd. So crazy. But like he was the last guy before Messi and Ronaldo. Like, he, he was, was the last he was the best player in the world for about two years. Yeah, he was the last person to win that Ballon d'Or before them. Was was um Kaka. It's like ten years ago as well, no. It's like and that was that's the last time Ronaldo or Messi didn't win player of world player of the year, Mike. That's insane. Insane. Anyway, but that would that was just a side note, but uh, what I actually wanted to discuss was Predictor Drum. Do you remember Predictor Drum, Mike, and how it's going to make you remember I nice. gave you... Um, gave me a tenner. Tenner this week. Yeah. Okay, so it didn't do well, Mike. It didn't even do average. <laughs> Have I still got my tenner? No, you don't, Mike, no. It's all... It's gone, mate. It's gone. Uh, of the four results, like... So re- refresh what, what you did with Predictor Drum. So Liverpool and United to be a draw at half-time and full-time. Which came in, so that was a good start. Then Bristol and Burton Albion both to score, that didn't come in, I don't think Burton scored. Um, and then one of Fulham or Preston not to score, they let us down. Like, Fulham scored late though. And then Plymouth to beat Shrewsbury, that didn't come in either. That was our top tip as well, Mike. But again, damn the Shrewsbury. Like, Shrewsbury like, are a much better team than Plymouth. I looked it up, the odds on that were like 5 to 1. Like, they were big odds. And like, up and. Like, Shrewsbury eventually equalised in like the seven, like late seventy minutes. So like it was bad, but it was you know, like it wasn't the end of the world. But for both teams to score thing was was um was a miserable farce. It really went quite badly. Um, so that's a problem. But but we've got no. It's a new week, Mike. It's a new week, and we've got new bets. New bets. So what are your uh, top tips for uh, this week then? Right, top tip tip for this week. Not this isn't based on likelihood. It's based on the odds you can get for it. Do you reckon I should go for a piss now or wait for you to do this segment? Right, let's go for a piss now and we'll, we'll head back in. Mike, wait, what? Mike's back, yeah. Yeah, Mike's back now. Okay, uh, right. I'm all pissed out. Yeah, so basically the top tip, this is a set, again, this is based on, on the, the odds. So QPR to beat Bolton away by more than two goals. The odds are 11 to 1, which are... Terrifically high odds, and um, yeah, like I, I like that. That's that's a good bet. I think, not hundred percent sure it'll come in, but if you just want to put a cheeky fiver on, then you're gonna win like fifty five quid. So that's not a bad bet. That's why that's why I go for. But uh, other ones are, um, this is a bit ropey. Shrewsbury and Fleetwood to draw. What what is Predictatron's <laughs> obsession with Shrewsbury? I don't know, but interestingly, actually, something I picked up while I was doing the pictures for Predictatron. Uh, League One and League Two both had games in the week on Tuesday, and basically all the teams were played at home in League One on Tuesday are playing at home again this weekend. Uh, I don't know if that's a standard thing they do, but I just found it a bit odd. It made doing my fixtures a bit easier because I didn't have to write in the home teams again, mm-hmm. but just just seemed weird. But I'm hoping that'll make the prediction slightly more accurate. We'll see. Anyway, so Shrewsbury and Fleetwood to draw is ropey as, don't bet on that. The odds are just over 2-1, to one, but don't bet on that, that's, that's crazy. Um, Bristol City and Leeds to total more than 3.5 goals, so at least 4 goals in the match. That's 11-5. to five. And uh, Leicester to beat Swansea away at 13-8. to eight. So basically, the bet is, so what we do is, of those 4 games, we have 15 different combinations of, of, of bets, and it's pound on each. If they if they all come in from that fifteen pounds, we'll win about eight hundred and fifty quid. 
Were there any uh, Shakespearean quotes this week on the downfall of uh, there must have been, but I'm not reading that kind of shit. (laughs) (laughs) If I was working for the sun, I'd be... You'd have had a field day. Yeah, Yeah. a field day. Speaking of which, you know when the sky went orange the other day for a bit? Yeah, it did look a bit like the end of the world. It did look a lot like the end of the world. Basically, the Daily Star's headline the next day basically implied it was the end of the world. That's the day after. It clearly wasn't. You're pathetic, but give me a job. Yeah. Anyway, and then we've got some both teams to score ones as well, just just for a laugh. So, Millwall and Birmingham, Rochdale and Bristol Rovers, Swindon against Wickham, and Barnet against Yeovil. So, we'll see how we get on that. Again, 15 quid on all four of those, both teams to score. Comes out as about 150 quid. So, basically, if we if we win both, we'll, we'll have a grand from £30. Uh, just FYI, last week I actually used winnings I already had. So we'll call him this week. Uh, All right, that's very nice of you, mate. Well, I have the money anyway, so it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we're at. That's what Prediction's up to. Um, yeah, I really hope it wins this this week, just to make me feel less bad about life in general. But yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a real thing. So uh, yeah, so, so that's, uh, you know, kind of that comes in. Anyway, moving on from, from, from sport entirely. Um, did you actually look at any of the Harvey Weinstein stuff? Um, a little bit, not too much. Yeah, I had a very light skim through it. and So I, I read an article which Piers Morgan did. Not what I would have chose. But... About Kate Winslet, which is not his biggest fan usually, but the very essence of what I assume a lot of people are thinking about the complete bullshitness of Hollywood. Yeah. No. I mean, you only have to... to right, so basically, a couple of things for, for me on, on Weinstein. Obviously, like, I read, like, a thing that, that summarised, their, like, various... So what... Who, who was the whistleblower? I don't even I don't, know. I, I, I actually don't know where it started, but basically, there were enough stories that, that were similar enough that it's like, yeah, this guy definitely did this. But, anyway, just just... Like, like you say, I, I think, you know, honestly, this, this is Hollywood people. Like, you know, this isn't just one guy <clears throat> gone rogue. This is, this is essentially how Hollywood works. It's an absolute scumhole. But, like, not... You know, I, I, I don't mean I like this in a, you know, a literal sense, but uh, one of the things that, that, that made me smile wryly was uh, Woody Allen. Getting involved, but if you were if you were Harvey Wankstein or any of his yeah. representatives, you would have been like, "Look, I know your heart's in the wipe right place, Stay Woody." Stay out of it, Woody. But don't don't <laughs> put pe- you are petrol, yeah. and we're currently Come fighting don't the biggest this, fire ever. We don't need your support. <laughs> we do not need this, Woody. But yeah, like he, but he, that's the thing. Well, just he the, warned about a witch hunt because nobody wants a witch hunt less than an actual witch. Because, let's face it, uh, what are you, if there's a witch hunt in Hollywood, yeah, you're going down, mate, because you're a horrible, well, horrible uh, man. Weirdly enough, it, it, he owes a lot to Harvey Weinstein, because mm. after the, uh, you know, his yeah, various his scandals, and... he was the guy who funded the film, which put him back in the big yeah. time. Can't remember what the film was called. Mini roughhand, but you are right. But Morgan, in his little article, said, like, he was basically saying, you know, Kate Winslet came out and said, yeah, I won this award and I didn't like him, so I refused to thank him. Mm. 
in yeah, defiance of she has no problem starring in Woody Allen films yeah exactly (laughs) and she actually quote a quote from her was something like you know it's not my job as an artist to you know I'm just in it for the work but now you're a spokeswoman it's all wishy-washy horseshit bullshit you know you've got people just want to clarify for um so Mm. that that's Kate Winslet saying it like on you know like oh she didn't like him so she didn't do it now um, yeah but yeah of course so so basically no, I just I just wanted to just make to, it very just to be, clear just to be in the good camp yeah I just but I just no. want to make it very clear but what we're not saying there is like that is in no way a thing against anyone who's been abused in Hollywood because Kate not. Winslet but I just want to make it clear Kate Winslet isn't no she didn't say she was abused yeah, exactly, either she exactly. just said that he was a very unlikable rude guy. And, uh, you know, yeah. she... But she has no problem starring in Woody yeah, Allen exactly. films. I mean, I wouldn't be in the Woody Allen film. Yeah, I So just that wanted, makes me a better person than yeah, I. Yeah, I just wanted to make despite it clear that, how that I you may, weren't saying... Despite how I may verbally yeah. trip myself up now, I would never work for a sex offender. No, me neither. So, but this I, is actually, what, we, this is what I was saying at the, uh, the top of yeah. the show about being, you know, feeling yeah. like I'm a bit like Jim Davidson at the minute. Obviously, I've got a mouth, maybe not just here, but in real life too, which can really get me into some trouble these days because I might say the wrong things, you know. Because if you're from not... I guess every generation's had this problem where if you're not from this generation who are now dictating the rules on how we should all socialise and act, you're used to rules from before, so you cannot help but fuck yourself every now and then. Yeah. I mean, by today's standards, am I a bit misogynist? Well, of course I am. But not really. But I might be in my language. Yeah, Soz. So... But in real life, I'm a pretty nice guy. I'm... But Well, my favourite thing about all of this was... Because obviously a lot of people have come I can out... Say, and... You can say what you want, but I'd never work for a paedophile. Yeah. Well, like... Or, or, or someone who I knew had raped someone, like Roman Polanski. Yeah, and like, there is no way... <laughs> That, that you, I mean, I don't obviously not Weinstein, but I'd never heard of him before this. In all honesty, like I, I wouldn't have known who he was, wouldn't, wouldn't have been able to pick him out of the lineup. But like Woody Allen, like yeah, but the, the, the people, no, I, I, I think honestly, just just quickly on Woody Allen, don't want to get into mm. it too much. But couple of points, there is no way that Woody Allen did not abuse that that girl. And secondly, he's a terrible man. And I think it's absolutely disgraceful that he's still allowed to make films and isn't in jail. But that's just me. No, well, that is me also. But what what really uh, fucking I found outrageous about... I mean, you've got about this whole thing and, you know, is, you know, you got... When Donald Trump had his uh, little what were allegations against him. Well, he was... They weren't so much allegations as things he said on camera. Things he said on camera, which, again, I'm sorry, I hear worse on a daily basis at work. You do, but there is a difference. There, there is a difference. Like, I mean, well, but, like when but, you're running for president, you've got to expect that. Sure, you do, but in the real world, I'm sorry, that's just how people talk. And no, I think what I think what Trump said went beyond what what I would expect from most people, but. Uh, we we live in well that's the yeah. the thing we live in very different worlds in what we do for a living. So okay, so basically, what Donald Trump said, I would I wouldn't find acceptable 
pretty if someone said it to me. No, I probably think it was a bit too much. But with what you've got with, I don't want to get into the Trump thing, but yeah. with what you've got with Bill Cosby, with this Harvey Weinstein, and I don't know, various other people is, that Donald Trump must be clean as a whistle. Yeah, like... In, in actual yeah, acts, yeah. he must be as clean as a fucking whistle. Yeah. He must be. Because the fact that no shit has stuck on him since that, he, 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 he must, you know, have deplorable language. Hmm. And he must be, you know, very... Um, yeah, what's, like, the, what's the word? He's yeah. certainly less... Like, like, you know... He's certainly done yeah. nothing. But what what I found hilarious the, about Hollywood, yeah. this is the point I was trying to make, was to go at him after you know yeah. that people like Meryl Streep, hmm. you know, she's she's standing up giving like Woody Allen his round of applause for his lifetime achievement award. Yeah, I, I mean, mean what a, and she, I, this is this is we we've got all these bullshit terms like there's a conspiracy of science and all that. How did nobody come out with this like? She, Meryl Streep. I don't want to. I don't want to get on Meryl Streep's back, but oh, look, Brad Pitt, Nicole Kidd, all these big people who are apparently like really nice people and care about loads of stuff. They all knew about this guy. They oh, must I have done. Did actually read a thing about Brad Pitt apparently trying to punch him or something. Just on, on the Brad Pitt front. I'm yeah, not saying that's he, enough. He didn't come out and no, you know, publicly say we've got to start working with this guy. You know who? Um, I mean, you know how, what, how has it been so quiet for know. so long? I don't. And then people would say, "Yeah, but you'd never work in Hollywood." It's like, mate, you've made like thirty million quid or something. Do you yeah, not? You're fine now. You're it's fine okay. now. You can make films on your own if you want. Do you not want to come out and do something about this fucking sexual you know, predator? You know what the best example of that is? Can't remember the fella's name. Should have written it down. But longtime friend. And a collaborator of Harvey Weinstein, forget his name, basically, like, I don't know if it was today or, or yesterday or whenever, basically went on a big rant about how, like, everybody knew about it and no one did anything. It's like, mate, like you were you. introduced <laughs> as long-time friend and collaborator. Like, I, you're making the right point and everything, but how can you take the moral high ground? You were his mate. Like... No, but they'll, they'll get around this, like, by... Oh, it was because of this, and it was, you know, yeah, people and were scared. You know what the truth is? The real truth. The man talk truth, and woman talk truth. It's how Nobody you... cared. Yeah. Nobody gave a shit. I'd, I would actually say... It was say probably... I, I would go further than that. That is how that industry operates. But not just that industry. You've got, you know... Don't want to get into this. It's a bit David Icke. If you want to, like... Don't really. David no, I'm not going to go David Icke. Not you, those people. Yeah. Well, actually, do it a bit. No, don't do it. Put your toe in it, right? No, don't put your toe in it. You'll but, get bitten off by a lizard. You don't well, listen that. to the Richie Allen show because they've got good people on talking about this. But in this country, I mean, Edward Heath apparently was a pedo. Um, we have Jimmy Savile. Everybody at the BBC would have known about that. It'd have been yes. a bit of a. And we forget, like, there were cruel times a while back, even yeah. when we were kids. But, like, it was a bit of a joke. Yeah, that's, no, that's how we viewed this thing. I know no one wants to say it. No, people were scared. No, no one was scared. It was just a bit of a laugh. Yeah, so like my point would be like, look. That's horrible. Like, the, yeah, this Harvey guy, yeah. this hasn't happened in a vacuum. It's not 
this like there is no way that what he did is massively out of the ordinary for Hollywood. I don't know how common it is. Like it's probably worse than most people do. I would imagine. But look, I know. But it's, basically, it's a, a, we don't. We, we, look, we're not experts yeah. on this, so we don't want to. I don't yeah. want to get all psychological about it, but it's kind of the perfect storm. Like, how many yeah. people do you know, uh, female people who you've worked with, who to get an opportunity in your workplace would sleep with your boss? Not a lot of female people in my workplace, so I don't know. Um, but hypothetically, I, but Jesus, I would strongly suggest that you are posing the... that entirely the wrong way around. That implies blame on the women, no, which no. I think is unfair. No, no, there's abs- the way, I'm not saying that you are blaming the women. I'm saying the way you chose to phrase it implies blame on the women. I think it's it's no, important but to be careful not to do that. No, of course there isn't, but it's the perfect storm. Yeah, of course it is. Like, and there is no way that in Hollywood, being able to have sex with, with young actresses is not viewed as a, an acceptable fringe benefit of being a producer. I would go as far as to say that for a lot of them it's half the reason they do it. Like, it is just a thing that happens. Everybody there knows it happens, and that's why it's not a big deal. And, like, um, uh, this one guy is probably taking I'm it a bit no, I'm further and stuff. But of course it's not. There's no blame on the women, but, like, it's a world as well. This isn't a blame on the victims, but yeah. he's used to people throwing themselves at him. He, he's he got, obviously, a God complex. Yeah. By the... Where he is now in his head, I mean, he just thinks he can do anything to anyone. Yeah, exactly. And, like, um, Hollywood is... I tell you what, actually, circling back to football, like, people complain about footballers being detached from, from the common man and all that shit. <laughs> Hollywood is infinitely worse. Like, it is appalling for living in its own little world. Like... I mean, I, I, I don't want to get sued, but it just... It's, you've got women, there's kit, like you've got paedophilia, just watch The Open Secret. I mean, how that guy who uh, directed certain X-Men films is still allowed to work and nobody gives a shit is beyond me. But there's loads of examples of that. Hmm. Anyway, this, this has got a little bit dark. Yeah, it actually, has yeah. got a little bit dark. Um, let's circle back to something less dark. Um, yeah, I've got nothing, Mike. Uh, We've really, ruined that. That really took us. We, we did <laughs> yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah. We, I, did, we, I did promise I would talk about it. Yeah, we could probably not go into that too much again. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I think, look, it's worth mentioning a bit. Like, I saw a thing where Tom Hanks was saying there'll be a sea change in Hollywood. There fucking needs to be. But, but, anyway. but will there? No, no, no of course I won't. I mean, but it's there just... needs to be. Anyway, yeah, we, we, right, we'll let's, leave it let's it, wrap it up there. Shall we wrap up the podcast there? Before we'll wrap it, it up, but, but but we're we're like we're we're normal people with half mm. a brain. Like, just come on, lads. Like, don't act all offended and shocked and appalled now. Just fucking do something about it. Yeah, I mean, he's been allowed to do that, it and that, for for a forever. Yeah, that's this is the crux of this. Don't lads. do pretend. Yeah. Tell, tell us yeah. it's bad. Tell us you're sorry. That's fine. Like, I, you know, you should be doing that. But you need to do something about this. Like, it can't... You can't just... Like, we can't get 20 down, years down the line and, and have another Woody Allen. And, like, let's not pretend that this is the first time something like this has happened or, or anything. Just fucking sort it out, lads. Just do summer, you twats. But it's this... Um, that a lot of artists have been bad men. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, um, yeah, it's very it's much... It's this whole um, idea that those lot have got, mm-hmm. which is, you know, art is more important than your content as an actual human being. Yeah, like, to be fair... Which, is it? No, no, it isn't. Like, actually, sometimes I get annoyed at people who can't separate the, the, the person from, from the art, but I tend to mean that the other way, whereby I, I hate people who love someone because of the art they've created, if you know what I mean. Um, like, just because they're... Like, whatever their art is doesn't reflect on them. You shouldn't like a person because of what they've produced, like, in any way. Like, the, the person is separate to what they produce. And, quite frankly, if you're a shit person, you shouldn't be allowed to make art. You should be in jail. When, when you were saying this, in my brain, all I was thinking was... But, but Woody Allen, seriously, guys. Yeah, you, you keep working for him. Stop working with that guy. Honestly, the man's a monster. Like, like, I, like I, I think Harvey Weinstein is, is a deplorable human being and needs to be in jail, but I can't stress I mean, this there, there must be there must be a couple of dozen of him. Yeah, I can't I'm, stress I'm this sure enough. Like, Woody Allen is miles worse. Woody Allen is a terrible, terrible I, I, I don't man. think he's... I mean, I think if half of the accusations... If, if a tenth of the accusations against Harvey Weinstein are true, then... I think I think Allen's worse. I think Who is worse? Uh, well, I mean, who cares? It's a moral judgment. They're both deplorable and that's enough, I think. Uh, anyway... I think I hate Alan more, though. Yeah, I hate Alan more. Like, I... Because if he's, because at least Harvey Weinstein looks like a bad guy, and as well, right, and I, I know this shouldn't reflect on what they've done respectively, but at least Harvey Weinstein is facing universal condemnation. Well, everyone's wondering about getting lifetime achievement awards. Well, there's people condemning Weinstein, but yet still willing to star in Alan films because he's talented. It's like Weinstein is worse because you know he's a he's not a leech. What's the right word for a He's like a baron in yeah. Hollywood. You know, he's like Lord of the Manor taking advantage. He's like yeah. the bad ogre land He's that guy from the start of Braveheart. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> no one likes so that he, guy. So he's, he's a baddie anyway, hmm. but now we've got more fuel to put on his baddie fire. Yeah. So it's easy to hate him. But Woody Allen is this... And, and, and Weinstein's not... Not an artist. He's, no, he just pays artists. So it's like there's no, there's no. Oh, we hate him, but wasn't Match Point God? Well, no, for two reasons. It's shit, and we can still hate him regardless of whether it's shit or not. It's not important. No, it doesn't matter. You raped his stepdaughter allegedly, but probably did. Look, I don't, I don't care. Look, Woody, mate, you want to sue me? Sue me. He raped his stepdaughter without any shadow of a doubt. And anyone else would be in prison. If I get sued for that, fine. I don't have any money, what do you say? Like Roman Polanski, but he's not in prison too. People Fucking Polanski. Still starring his films. But you've got the... I, I, yeah, this... I couldn't articulate right, We should really... I will, so, but, but we're but, just going round in circles. No, no, but, it, it, but, no but of course we're going round in circles, because the whole thing goes around in circles. Yeah. He's bad, but he isn't because he's a good filmmaker. But we should get him out of hot. I don't. What are you trying to tell me? Because yeah, nothing's consistent. Yeah. Oh, apparently Ben Affleck as well is in a bit of trouble for groping someone on camera. Oh. Uh, some TV host and uh, now um, 
damn it Ben some other woman's come out saying yeah he did something else to her at a party Casey Affleck's already paid a few women off for, for um, inappropriate like who I, 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 it just even the good guys are bad you're all fucking rotten yeah just uh, basically I think just don't speak about anything else apart from fixing your old world yeah. Don't want to hear about politicians. I don't want to hear about, you know, what's bad in the world. I don't want to hear about climate change from you cunts. Just sort out your own fucking business. <laughs> you can't even sort out your own horrific, like, it's horrific. It's terrible industry. But yet you have the gall to try and teach everyone else about what we should be doing. Just fuck up. You can't it's, even sort out your own work. It's... Like, like I say, they're so detached from the real world. What do you so do every weekend? Smack my wife around a bit. But you you should respect women. Yeah, but you, you smack your wife around. Just Yeah. I don't... Anyway. It's logic. It, right. it, it really annoys me, Aid. Yeah, the whole thing. Anyway, we are going to have to wrap up because it's, it's running quite long now. So we'll be back next week. We won't talk about how when, when we're... What's, what's the millionaire thing for thousand? We'll be thousandaires next, this time next week, Mike. Except it will be like... we won't talk about Hollywood yeah. next week. No, never again. But anyway, <laughs> catch you all later. Bye now.